0: Hey, crazy frogs. Welcome back to Mika's Crack House. Episode 20. Be- I'm man. your host as always. I know, I can't believe it, dude. I'm your host as always, Sam Kingma. And join me as my best friend and co-host, Miles J. 20 weeks, Miles. 20 weeks. All of which were spent in quarantine.
1: 19 of 20 episodes took place in quarantine. And it, and that the episode Crack House Under Quarantine... Maybe the worst aging title of all time. Because we're still under quarantine. (laughs) I thought this was going to blow over in like three weeks. And I was a crack addict. I was wrong.
0: Oh, dude. Hella same. I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to do this for like three weeks. Then we're done. And then we'll be back. And everything will be back like it was. (laughs) No. No, dude. This is post-Death Stranding America. Dude, it kind of is. It kind of is. Everyone's disconnected. We gotta we gotta reconnect, man. Sam, this is Die yeah. Hardman.
1: The Americans haven't had any pizza in a while. I need you to deliver these pizzas to the nearest college dorm. If you don't get them those pizzas, then this party is over
0: oh god we're not even fucking two minutes in can you name a a character more fucking funny than (laughs) die hard man i actually i can't maybe kaz honestly maybe kaz i mean kaz is like i i get kojima does this thing where he just writes these characters so fucking straight and the people who play them are so into it and so straight the entire time it's great it's fantastic awesome
1: because cause I think I, that's the thing. It's sort of like a Neil Breen performance. Not to compare the two of them, since obviously Kojima's actually good at what he does. Even if you don't like his stories, like the craft of game design is just there versus yeah. like Neil Breen where there's just nothing. But like there, there's a certain level of like people who act in a Neil Breen movie clearly want to play it as straight as they possibly can. They don't want to challenge mm-hmm. his vision. They don't want to give like a purposely shitty performance. They're like, yeah. this is my job. This is what I'm doing. And I, I think they're... I don't know if there's a level of admiration or a level of professionality. I, I don't know which it could be.
0: There's like a little bit of both. I, yeah, I think.
1: Well, there's certainly professionals. I mean, you know, they're giving they're giving their best, but it's 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 one of these like great. It's just, it's the perfect combination of people who know exactly what the role is and people who are also just good actors.
0: Yeah, I got I got to give a lot of respect. Who plays Die Hard man? Tommy Earl Jenkins. Okay, would I know? I think I recognize that name. He's I've probably because I've referenced it, but
1: he's like a theater actor. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's a theater guy. Yeah, well, he he,
0: I like his performances.
1: Die Hard man. The, he he actually has maybe the best acting moment in the game towards the end of the game.
0: And also, by the way, for everyone still wondering from last week, I'm still playing MGS5. Had to take a couple couple days off. We had a power outage. A bunch of other uh, stuff came up, but I, I'm I'm slowly getting back into it, dude. Every time I pass by. Because, uh, obviously, I do delivery, so I pass by a bunch of stuff all the time. You pass by shipping containers? Oh, my God, all yeah. the time, and all I'm thinking is, I'm like, damn, I need to extract it shit to mother base. That game has ruined shipping containers for everyone. No dude, one can and look there, at a shipping and there's container. This place, there's this place by my by my house that has so many shipping containers. Big boss would fucking calm himself, dude. And, and you're like, how many shipping containers bro, were. I need those common metals. yeah dude no fuel resources i'm good on everything but fuel resources (laughs) they actually they patched out like a
1: fantastic fuel resources grinding
0: spot and i'm like you guys are clowns criminal criminal shit dude i dude i always find that that interesting because like patches i think are like do more good than bad because it fixes games and you can radically change shit that comes out poorly but also at the same time there's like very specific, you know, groups of people who get uh, uh get fucked by patches. One of my good buddies, uh Billy, at Flamingcentrist on twitch.tv give him a shout. Speedruns uh the uh, rehydrated and basically all the console players got fucked because the they created a patch and now the load times are twenty-five seconds as opposed to fifteen. So basically killed world record until they get that shit ironed out. But even so there's still like other skips that they just can't do anymore. And I'm like, well that sucks. Speaking of speedruns, Yes,
1: I played a very speed-runnable game recently. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Two years late. uh, And it's called Celeste. I'm, like, so happy you played this game, by the way. It's, like, about time. It's, it's, well, that game came out in 2018, right? Yeah, January 2018. I can finally say a game came out from the year 2018 that I actually fucking liked. Because 2018 was a pretty dismal year for me. I didn't play World, Monster Hunter World, to be fair. Yeah, I'd
0: say 2018 was probably, Monster in Our World would probably be my game of the year, but I didn't even really get into that until, like, middle of 2019. That, that's the big thing for me, is it's like, I, I didn't like
1: anything I played that year. That was like the God of War year.
0: Yeah, it, the, 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 the big boys were God of War, Spider-Man, and
1: um, Red Dead. Yeah, and I, I wasn't big onto either of those, but I finally played Celeste. Uh, and that game rules let me tell you about it well I will say something interesting because everyone told me it was super emotional and like super like whatever um, and I was surprised because there's a lack of pretension to the game that I was not expecting because when you hear like these things are emotional like un- I, I'm i sorry but like there are some moments in Undertale that are like beyond cringe where they're yeah. trying so hard and it's like, you need to fucking slow your roll. I forget, I forget, like, the line, like, it's times like this where kids like you should be burning in hell is like, <laughs> dude, who told you this was, was a cool line? <laughs> who fucking told you that this line was gonna be it? Because they're a crackhead. They're fucked in the brain, and not and not our kind of crackhead. No, not our kind of crackhead. But but it's it's one of these things where like there is a real I I because Theo's like a hipster asshole, but yeah. he's such a good dude. And 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 there's an interesting quality where you just like know that character is is based on a real person. Yeah, there there is like a an a, a, an intellect and a and a a perspective that basic people have. And and I I have to give props to the basics, um, because like. Theo is definitely, like, proof of this, but, like, there are just people who, like, because they're not struggling emotionally, they have the answers. They just, like, know, and if you, like, ask them enough, they can kind of give you the answers about, like, yo, here's what being happy is. Here's what it's about. Yeah. And and I like that Theo is, like, just this, like, neurotypical, like, hipster asshole and Madeline's clearly a mess, and and he's just like, yo, no, no shade. You're like, I people struggle. I feel you. I'm a hipster asshole, but like, I feel. Uh, and I'm like, this guy's great. Theo's, shout out to Theo. Good guy.
0: Yeah, it's such a nice like. What I like about that, because I, I think you hit the nail on the head for me. Like, why Celeste resonate with me so mo- uh, emotionally so much is because it like, it just plays it kind of straight. It doesn't fucking preach. It you know, it doesn't you know go it doesn't go overboard and it's pretty like underplayed it's a part it's a pretty big part of the story but like at the end of the day it's oh, like don't, you can don't, yeah, like, don't
1: spoil any of the chapter eight or nine stuff i haven't gotten that far but
0: oh yeah i, I mean here's the i think i, pl- I played ch- chapter eight it's pretty fun i never went back and played a uh, chapter nine i think you have to do some unlocking stuff to get that um so i never got a chance to play like the 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 because chapter nine not in the base game it was added later Oh okay okay uh, post post game epilogue kind of thing but yeah like as far as like the main chapters like one through seven campaign pretty i mean like pretty 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 reasonable like simple story just told very effectively yeah which, which is which is what, I like. this is what i like that's what i like like yeah. i'm
1: i'm so done with like stories trying so hard like fucking gunning for the oscar for best screenplay i'm like done yeah i want a story like the fact that madeline is like barely able to articulate anything she's feeling is like
0: great and especially too because, I, like, my big one of my big pet peeves with indie games that I've seen recently is like when I play an independent game and it's like so fucking self obsessed with its own narrative. Yeah, and it's like you have to earn my in. You know, I'm not just gonna give it to you. You kind of have to earn it. And like what I like about this game is that it, it's very, it's just an e, it's just very it really eases you into the narrative, and it does earn your way in. And when it Earns your way in, it doesn't do anything to try to kick you out. Yeah. Which I appreciate. That
1: that's I think that's another big thing is is like there there's so little like judgment in the game. It's it's kinda yeah. nice. Because because like I'm so used to indie games being like, You're a disaster. You're the worst person who has ever lived. You need to kill yourself right now because the world would be better off without you. And then the revelation is like but you can change. It's okay. And I'm like, "Fuck off." Like th- you're talking to yourself, dude. Like, yeah. I I I I don't mean I I I like to get up on my ego. We all know I'm too smart for Anna Twitter. We know. <laughs> but like, I genuinely I live my life doing one thing as best I can, which is being available for people where I can be and where I'm capable. And and it is it 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 takes it takes a lot of uh it takes a lot of really confused or mixed emotions to be like, I literally cannot do this right now. This is confusing me or like whatever. But like most people, I'm, I'm able to like keep my distance, listen, be there. And people are like weirdly like they people overvalue me, which is another thing I want to talk about. Because people seem to think I'm really good at smash and I'm not, but they, they have convinced themselves that I have some insight or some knowledge that they don't. And I just, I play like an ape, but, but it's, it's one of these things where I like self-obsessed narratives. Like I just can't relate to like needing art to tell myself a lesson. I already know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, for me, art is about communicating things that you are 100% sure of. Things that you are ready to tell the world, and I and I feel like there are so many like self obsessed narratives that like make so many judgments based on how the writer is, and I'm like this sucks, this just sucks, and like but with 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 Celeste like there there is a case of like everyone's kind of dealing with this universal experience. I mean, there's some stuff I don't agree with. I feel like the the Mister Oshiro stuff is like a little like abstract to a degree that I, I think doesn't quite work. I the mm-hmm. idea is like he's like a toxic person who's supposed to drag people down and and all these things. And I'm like, I I, I don't know. I don't I don't quite see that in him. I, I feel like he's too much of a comedy character for me to like really get that from him yeah so it's weird I, I don't know but like that's the only part of the game that i was like ah this isn't working for me everything else i thought was fantastic and the gameplay is great too obviously i've i've gotten into this kick where i'll just redo chapter 1 until i can get all the strawberries without dying and until i do that i'm not going to progress in the game um and i'm going to try to do that <laughs> like right after this podcast going going right to it because i've already done the other thing i had planned for today i had only two plans today the first one was to, to play some Celeste, which I have not done, and watch some anime with a friend of mine, which I have done, and to celebrate the birthday of my waifu, Satania. It is her birthday today, August 15th. Oh, now you guys know when we're
0: recording the show
1: well yeah because it's as important it's the date of my wife's birthday let's make it clear
0: that we did not do this for moogie's birthday on july 2nd of this year i think that was like well you streamed i know oh i did i did actually stream so yeah. i celebrated yeah uh but we didn't record a we didn't record a pod we'll do We'll. i'll make sure to do that we'll, yeah, we'll do that we next have year. to do a
1: moogie episode but like it it hits so different to celebrate a fake birthday. It hits so different <laughs> because you have to make plans for someone who has no say in in the matter. So I I ordered some melon pond, but unfortunately it did not. The, the bakery was closed, so I got to do it tomorrow. <laughs> so sorry. But I wrote I wrote like a long thing and I posted it to to like
0: the Satania like Reddit. And what they say they, they get a lot of upvotes. Everyone liked it. Yeah, everyone liked All it. All right, that's uh yeah. No shout out. Shout out to Satania. A, a favorite of mine as well such a great fun character again we talked about it a couple of weeks ago last week actually yeah like there's a reason there is a reason that she's still around in like the anime community public consciousness when gabriel dropout has been a completely forgotten fucking show yeah like oh there's, there's a fandom but there's a fandom for everything oh yeah of course it, it, but like the way satania has totally eclipsed the original piece of media incredible fucking Injustice. you only see you only see that you only see that like a couple like maybe like once or twice a year maybe
1: yeah you, like you have zero two who's like absolutely like you don't even have to like darling in the franks to like zero two like but everyone even is,
0: like but but even zero two like uh, but even actually i should say even darling in the franks the people know that one i still see memes involving like ichigo that's and like true zero. yeah and like I, I i still see memes involving that that cast and that whole Fucking shows a goddamn meme yeah
1: but well who who else has like completely eclipsed the the original work because you you're right you rarely see it but it happens
0: yeah because like the only other example i can think of immediately is magical senpai but like she is the show so like it
1: doesn't count it doesn't quite count yeah and and magical magical senpai is literally like watch for the senpai
0: stay for the senpai yeah
1: exactly like that it's
0: like She's the whole appeal of the show. Same thing with like U- U- Uzaki-chan in like two yeah. years, right? Yeah. In like two, three years if people keep bringing up Uzaki-chan, which I'm sure, I hope I'm not. sure Can
1: all. we, can we, I need to talk about the Uzaki discourse today.
0: D- damn. Oh my God. We're st- why this has been going, this has been like a f- five week fucking arc on this fucking podcast this is the whole Uzaki-chan shit. Yeah. Every fucking week. Well, it's cause there's something new. It's
1: something new every week. But this time it's Uzaki-chan is backdoor pedophilia
0: because she's small with big what? tits. All right. That's the argument this week. I was bitching about this to a, to a, a couple a couple of friends earlier today, actually, before we recorded this show, because apparently, fucking, apparently, like, Cardi B put out a fucking song called Wet Ass Pussy. Oh, the Ben and Shapiro And everyone's thing? salty. Yeah. And everyone's, so, but, and like, it's like, and apparently there's controversy. I listened to this song once. I'm like... I'm like, can, can everyone stop complaining? Can everyone just stop? What controversy
1: could there be over this song?
0: What, that it's dirty? I'm sorry. Listen to any. Listen to like our. Listen to fucking anime thighs at the end of the show is a way more. I, I would argue is way more dirty than anything in fucking WAP. This happened
1: to me in high school. Uh, we were talking about one of my my teacher's favorite artist or um poets Lord Byron and uh and everyone was like ooh he like he mentions like i want to feel your breath like next to mine and people were like that's creepy because it's 2011 you know and and yeah. uh and she was like i think that the thing is that our idea of romance has turned into sex and so my teacher who was like 40 years old and had this nasally voice read out the lyrics to holiday in To my entire class, and I want to read the lyrics to Holiday Inn out loud, okay? Alright. Bomb-ass pussy. Bomb, oh, you got that bomb? No, you got it. Bomb, oh, you got some bomb-ass pussy. Bomb, I know you got that bomb. Nothing, chilling at the Holiday Inn. Who you wit? Me and my peeps, won't you bring four of your friends? What we gon' do? Feel on each other and sip on some hen. One thing led to another, let the party begin. Peeps call me up, said it's a hotel party. Just bring the liquor. There's already eight shotties. I'm on my way. Let me stop by the store. Get a 12-pack of Corona plus an ounce of Dro, you know? I'm on Highway 27. Need a natural graze road. I'm already blowed, hit third, I'ma be blowed some mo. pull up some, pull up, stop parked, rims still spinning, valet looking in the game and must be winning, to room 490, I'm heading on my way up, these three girls on the elevator like, what's up, I told them, follow me. They know I had a crack crackin' B. One said, ain't that the boy on BET? And that's me, chingaling, equipped it with, with, with much, with, <laughs> and that's me, Ching-a-ling, equipped with much ding-a-ling. Knock on the door, I'm on the scene of things. Busted in Henny bottle to the face. Fuck it then feel like my head a toxic waste. There's some pretty girl in here. I heard him whispering talking about That's the dude that sing right there. He glistening. I ain't come to talk I ain't came to sit what I came for was to find out who I'm gonna hit.
0: Oh shit what, I, I, my, my point the point stop complaining about dirty shit. I'm like so over dude I'm just so oh it's like I'm not it's not even like it's not even cancel culture. It's not even toxic Twitter I'm over people complaining because when you do it on social media it's never funny or interesting or valuable to literally anyone at least we make content out of complaining yeah at least there's there's something here there's value along with our myriad of complaints we have on a fucking week to week basis fuck i'm complaining about people complaining
1: who does not love the kids wb
0: snow jam Exactly we bring the people what they want everybody wants the kids WB Snow jam which people want a little Serena
1: people people. I just need to say <laughs> up front Okay, my problem is that everyone's dogging on Uzaki-chan when fucking Lou Bega Already said he wants With a Trina little Serena
0: 15 fucking years ago
1: Yeah, people don't get canceled for shit that happened 15 years ago anymore. They get canceled well, shit right yeah, now. You
0: can you still can, here's what I've, here's what I've realized, where, I, I, the wool was thrown, like, I, the wool was t- removed off of my fucking eyes, and I, and my third eye unleashed, and I saw fucking the door of truth from fucking Full Metal Alchemist appear in front of me. Because what happened was, I, I open up my Twitter news feed, and just because I hate myself, I'll go to the trending tab, because hey, game shit might be, like, I, I got to keep up with my game and anime news. There's never going to be game and anime news. When are you going to learn this? Hey, it was today. Kiss Anime got shut down. 50,000 people tweeted oh, about it. Oh, that's a shame. It, dude, horrible. Horrible. Go-go
1: anime. That's the next
0: one. Yeah, and like, also like Twist.moe. Shout out to them. On yeah. Good qual- good quality. No ads. I can pull it up on my phone. That's all I want. But yeah, a rip, rip to them. Hope they're able to come back in some form or another. But I pull up like a week ago. And I see like fucking Ellen DeGeneres is like in hot water for being a toxic person behind the scenes to which I was like, I was flabbergasted fucking by this because I've known about this for years. Hasn't everybody like I remember being in college reading a Reddit thread about, hey, wh- who are some before like, you know, before cancel culture, quote unquote, became kind of what we see it as today people saying hey who's someone who has an outward persona but like behind the scenes or backstage they're like shitheads." multiple people like a ton of people being like ellen 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 very like toxic shitty person buying behind, uh, behind closed doors this has been well known and well documented and it's only just now that it's a problem and then you have other people who do horrible shit and then just totally get away with it and it's like fine now there's no consistency there's no consistency in any of this, so I'm like, okay, cool. This just doesn't matter. This is just a colossal waste of time now, and this is not accomplished. And I don't think it's accomplished anything good. It's I think it's only it's I think it's only hurt that it's helped anyone or anything because there's no there's no rhyme or reason or consistency to it. it really, just depends on well, are you liked enough? Yeah, that's it. And that, that's really all. That's it. That's really all. That's it. Fuck that shit. Nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: and I, and I, and I'll I'll say I'll say this much as well. Like all all the Uzaki-chan nonsense is like weird because I don't get anything out of Uzaki's design. You know me. I don't. I think tits are the lamest thing in the universe. I think they're insanely overrated, and I don't care. And that bitch has nothing but tits. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to that character.
0: I mean, I I like Uzaki-chan. I mean, but
1: I, that's I, the, I think the thing. I cute. love the character. I think she's adorable, and I, and I like that that there's a sort of like. There, there's a there, there's a a level of like she's like a brat, but also she's very much an adult. Like she's like great at cooking, great with children and animals. Do, doesn't like it's it's we and she's like well read and like smart. It's weird.
0: And here's the you know what's fucking hysterical about this? Why are these people who are like what what's the what's the complaint now? What's the Weekly Uzaki-chan update that it's that it's 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 um uh, appealing to pedophiles? Is that yeah? The some meme? someone
1: was like the, the the dimensions that she used is like six heads. They measure characters by heads, um, and she's four eleven. The average Japanese woman is four nine. And the only reason I know these things is because I I follow the discourse. But, but like, I got to a point where someone was like, they, they made some like joke about how like incel, we- they were like incel weeb like, of course they're fucking furry. Of course. Yeah. Incel weebs find like a baby with titties so hot. And then like the moment that they got fucking in hot water on discord, they were like, Whoa, I was just joking, man. If you want to like, if you want to do whatever, take it with me to DMs. And, and I was like. You know what? You're a fucking liar. I'm not gonna take this- you, you, The moment I DM you, you're gonna ignore the shit out of me and you're gonna block exactly. me. Exactly. But the thing is, they actually responded. Really? And they came at me with no arguments. They came at me so willing to learn. And it was like, I was like, what universe is this? Where this is a decent person? Like Because they made like such a shitty, like, like mean, baseless joke about like how if you like Uzaki, you're a pedophile. And I was yeah. like, "Here's the thing. I watch Uzaki because I I really like the dynamic between these two characters. You have these things like like you have the the sort of like teasing. I think it's the holy teasing trinity is what they're called. And yeah. you have Nagatoro, who's like the extreme high end. She's like straight up a sadist. Um, Uzaki on like the very lower end where she's she. It's like a you know a seesaw dynamic as I mentioned last yeah. time. And then there's some third bitch I don't know. Um, and. I was like, what I like about it is, you know, I explained everything I said on the podcast last week, all these things. And she's like, oh, that sounds like a good show. I, I It's a shame that it's been overshadowed by controversy. I was like, yeah, it is all manufactured,
0: all manufactured.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be interested in, in hitting her up and being like, hey, did you check it out? What do you think? Like, and I, and I basically said, like, look, episode one, a lot of shows do this. Like, episode one is going to be lewd and it's going to have some of the, like, the most boring, like, generic kind of jokes that you could expect. Funny if you're, like, a fan of, like, you know, like frat humor basically or or like yeah yeah like if you if you if you like like sexual jokes or like awkward scenarios like you get exactly what you want out of the first episode episode two is when it starts to get a little more interesting and it's not as funny but it's more interesting and i was like the show really comes into its own around episode two and then becomes its own The, the last week's episode was great Mm-hmm. Because I got a JoJo reference at the end, and that was awesome
0: with, with my main with man Kakuyoin. Yeah,
1: course. no, Ami was like, "I bet you Kakuyoin soul that you can't do this," <laughs> and I was like, "Amazing!" and the, and the thing is, you you know, it's not like a Funimation like shit gag because she actually says Kakuyoin, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> great. Did you see the 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 um Kagura- Kagiyosama Love Is War dub where or the sub where where they translated like Chika and. Uh, shirogane are like far apart uh yeah it's shirogane is the male right yeah 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 I always cause the problem is shinomiya and shirogane like you can't Here's the thing. The fucking screenwriting 101. It's
0: bad form. We've already been, this has already been talked about on the show. Screenwriting 101, bad form. But anyway, so,
1: so like, he's like far apart from And I guess the line is like, why are you so far away? Like, you know, and he's, he's walking super far ahead. And, and Funimation was like, and now's the time to get funny. And so
0: they wrote, what's with the social distancing? Oh, God. I want to fucking kill myself. I'm in a, I'm in a constant state, dude. I'm in a constant state where it's like, it's fucking time. I've seen enough. It's, it's time to fucking go. The world's so. Sucks. World's time garbage, to exile dude. My, it's time to exile myself to the fourth dimension.
1: Cats zap on yourself with a noose and a, and a noose and carbon monoxide. Like
0: <laughs> how, how many forms can we get? How, how many
1: different? Uh, how would you want to kill yourself, Sam?
0: Fast, fast. <laughs> Fast.
1: i want to kill myself the way Sonic kills himself. Fast. Fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people- Running in the- into spikes. <laughs>
0: Running out of rings. Yeah. <laughs> Running out of rings in the vacuum of space. And de-transforming from my super form. But yeah, no, that's that's the discourse. I I'm like I'm just I'm tired, man. I just find that the, like those people it's like, "All right, you could complain about Uzaki-chan and make a terrible argument. When like Bell Delphines like right over there, like you could make a uh, you could make this point about her and it has a little bit more value and there's a and it's a little bit more you're able to argue
1: that." And the other problem is like pedophiles are like Around on Twitter, they're a fucking fandom. They're, you can be part of the pedophile fandom again. Every
0: hey, everyone's got a fandom. Everyone's got a fandom.
1: But like, you can be a pedophile fan. You don't even have to be a pedophile. but You can be a part of the pedophile fandom. Yeah, just play Smash Brothers. Yeah, exactly. No, that's the funny thing is some some Smash player was getting on Uzaki Chan's case, and I'm like, you have no right.
0: You have no right. Yeah, maybe it's a, maybe it's a bad look. Maybe look, maybe look I- inward to the to the to the community you're a part of. Yeah, and focus on that before making fucking you know don't throw you know by calling the kettle black. Don't throw fucking stones and glass. He, houses. he
1: who lives in a smash house should not throw any stones. Should not throw. <laughs> should not throw any bats.
0: All I'm saying. All I'm saying is the moral of the story. Play a real fucking fighting game. Play fucking Tekken or some shit. Don't play fucking Smash. Here's why I like Smash because you you can have a fucking monkey brain
1: and still get decent results. Like I'm not good, but I'm like people. People overvalue my skill. They're like, Miles, you have to teach me how to play. I'm like, what do you think I know that you can't learn? I, I have a friend who, like, I realize the thing about Smash players is, like, they, they, they see all these impressive things. And they're like, I can do that because it's low, like, execution. And it's like, no, it's not. You got you to gotta practice, like, because it's all about analog movement. As opposed, like, yeah. people, people don't realize, like, Street Fighter, like, if you're scared of combos, like, I'm sorry. But the input depth of the average Street Fighter game, a lot easier to micromanage than Smash.
0: Oh, extremely, especially like, especially five. And then for the on the smash end, especially melee. I mean, me- melee is probably like one of the most precision heavy video games there is out there at a high competitive level. Yeah, at an extreme competitive level. Street Fighter, Street Fighter five, you know, also again, there's, a, you know, there's a high, you know, there's a high skill still in there, but like, it's very easy to learn to be competent. And I, we've already talked about this on this fucking show, but I'm gonna make this point again because it makes me mad. Can people just learn to play fucking video games, please? Why is it that, like, people just refuse to learn? They don't want to learn any game. This actually brings
1: me back to Celeste, though, because I was talking about this the other day, where I was like, imagine someone being like, Celeste needs an easy mode because... It does. It has an easy mode. It's called the system. When I found out about that, I was like, I'm actually disappointed in them. And I I shouldn't be. But I was thinking like, this is literally like a challenge. The the thing about like Dark Souls is that that's like a challenge for people. I mean, as we all know, Dark Souls cured my depression. Um, But like, (laughs) but but like that, that's sort of a very implicit message of like, look, you can get through anything like just got to learn, just got to push through it. Like that's a very implicit game. Like the fucking theme of Celeste is like why do you have to climb this mountain? Because I have to prove to myself I can do something. Very clearly the message of the game is you got to you got to push through it. There's a mountain to climb, you got to push through it. And and that's the thing like if you are a person who's like I can't do hard things, I can't complete my own promises, like completing Celeste is the challenge you need. Because not only do you climb the mountain and you get the satisfying narrative, but if you are like Madeline, then you actually followed through on something. You did it. Yeah. You climbed
0: the mountain and it's great. And it's great. When you do it, it's, it's so powerful. And like, here's my point about fucking like the, the point I make about the fucking soul series all the time. It's like having an easy mode hurts the message of the game because it does. Here's the deal. To me, Celeste was a very powerful emotional experience and I had a great fucking time. But the assist mode does have an impact on the narrative by virtue of being there. Yeah, which I,
1: which is why I was disappointed that it existed. Exactly.
0: It's not like the end of the world, but it does hurt the message. That's why I think like, people think that the souls games are like way harder than they actually are. Cause I see people cause I'm so confused. I always am confused by this cause I'll see people complain that souls is hard, but then they'll like beat fucking like uncharted one on crushing or like they'll do shit where I'm like, this is clearly harder. How can you not think this is harder than, than, than dark souls? It's not like, but it's just the fact that like, there, there is no easy way out. You have to do it. You have to do it. Like, here's the rules. Here's the game world. Figure it out. Either brute force it, challenge yourself, or find a fucking loophole to get around it. Be, be it uh, a cheesy strat. Be it let, grinding super hard. Be it playing the game in such a way where you get a plus 15 weapon before you fight Ornstein and Small like I do every fucking time now. That's why Dark Souls is fun. Like that's why those game like the From Software games are like fun. Because they are this challenge but then you learn the game and you learn that everything has a fucking weakness and everything is something you can fucking exploit. That's why I think Sekiro is excellent about. I was watching uh, my uh, my good buddy uh, uh Bryce um uh he's a he's a streamer and he started up uh, Sekiro like a week or so ago and I was watching him play and I was watching him do the first fight after the prologue against uh that first mini boss did you get to him i did yeah and i was watching him play and i saw the game from like a novice's perspective since i played it for the first time and i was like wow i'm extremely impressed on how this mini boss kind of forces you to learn the combat of the game because he's positioned in such a way to where if you really try you can get a sneak kill on him but it's very hard and you have to know you can do it so you're basically always going to be forced into a confrontation with him. You're he The way you enter the room, there's going to be no other enemies that follow you in. So it's just him. He doesn't do a thrust attack. He does a sweep attack, which you can jump and uh, do a jump kick or jump and get out of the way. And um, if uh, you lose your posture and or his posture breaks while he's collecting himself, the boss is always going to go for a throw and the throw animation takes long enough to where you can always safely dodge or get out of that situation, basically fucking free. And I'm like, wow, this is a very forgiving enemy to teach, and it's like, yeah, like to teach you the rules of the fucking combat and what, and it's not only until you fucking pass him then, then, okay, that's the first check. And then there's 20 other fucking checks all the way up until the end of the fucking game to see if you truly understood how to play the, Play the game, and I think it's great. I will say I think that the
1: Japanese love checks, uh, and not just the monetary kind because of the microtransactions, baby. Hey. Shout out to Pachinko, but um, but like <laughs> they they love like. Do you know what you're doing? Every game I played has a fucking check, and it's like great. There, there's like, and especially MGR, like there's a point where it's like, did you get through this game without burying, bruh? <laughs> Let me introduce you to the memes. Let me show yeah. you Monsoon. And I brute force Monsoon without parrying too. And it was I, I was like, that's one of the worst bosses I've ever fought in my life. And then I learned how to parry and I was like, oh, this is a fantastic boss.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember like before I finally got around to playing through MGR, I think in college is when I beat it people talking about monsoon how monsoon's difficult it's like no if you know how to parry he's just as fine as every other boss in the game yeah he's not that much harder it's just that those people clearly did not understand how to parry and if you want to get through that game if you want to get through the boss, you gotta learn how to fucking do it and if you manage to brute force him anyways and you just happen to you know have enough extreme amount of skills in other areas they throw another monsoon at you. you they throw literally in the next chapter. It's hysterical. They're like, "No, fuck you. You're gonna. You are going you did not learn it the first time, fucker." The thing <laughs> is, I did not learn how to do that until I got to Sundowner,
1: and then I was I was at a fucking improv class because I, I did that in high school, and I was like, "Yeah." Oh my god! If I parry, I can beat Sundowner. And like, I was one of those cases where sometimes you just gotta walk away from the game. And like, and and not enough games do that. Like, can we talk about grounded mode? The new grounded mode in Uncharted or in The Last of Us Part Two?
0: Yeah, I I mean, I don't have much to say other than like it,
1: it exists and I find it hysterical. Well, I was about to say, I feel like it's so disingenuous. Why? Because it gives the impression that The Last of Us is a game and not and not. A- <laughs> yeah,
0: that right? That, that was my- That was kind of like- I mean, I didn't, I didn't think about it like that, you know. I didn't think about it like that. But when you wore it like that, yeah, no, that's that's how I feel is like- Because pe- people are going to not beat
1: Grounded. They're going to argue the fact that it even is in the game clearly shows
0: the depth and the incredible game design and the incredible combat potential of The Last of Us. Meanwhile, what, what mode did you play on Survival?
1: Meanwhile, that was Survivor. barely fucking tested. I No, Surviv- Survivor is actually one of the most insanely, like, fucked up, like, difficult things I think I've ever done. And, like, the, the thing is, like, stealth on Survivor with, like, Survivor enemy placement and all those things, like, I think hard mode is the sweet spot for most things. Like, Survivor AI is pretty nuts, I think. I, I just don't think it works that well. And and it's like, the, Matthew Matosis did a great video on the game. And it was interesting because he, he had a lot more nice things to say about the gameplay than I certainly did. And he used the modded gameplay, which, you know, I think is valid and very fair. But, um, or not the modded gameplay, you know what I mean, the difficulty slider yeah. options. Like, it was like most things were set to hard, except for the stealth rules, which were survivor. And I think he had enemies set to normal, if I remember correctly, or health set to normal. It was one of those things. But um, But then he was like there's still nothing to talk about with this game it's still completely devoid of anything interesting I didn't learn anything and it's and it's one of these things where like the like the illusion that that game is a great video game is is all it's got left it's all it has and,
0: and here's my and here's and here's the and you know what the beautiful thing is miles that like I sat in my car I was driving and it, and it totally hit me that I was like you know what that and maybe I talked about this on the show so please like stop me if i I, I touched on this but I was like you know, it's almost not even worth discussing the greater merits of a video game as soon as it comes out. Because time is the ultimate judge during an executioner when it comes to that kind of shit. Yeah. Let me give you a perfect... Let's give, let me give you a great fucking example. 2013, we got three big fucking games. Last of Us Part 1, GTA Five, and Bioshock Infinite. Last of Us Part 1, despite the fact that this game came out this year... And even well before we saw gameplay or we knew about more stuff about part two, last was part one consistently talked about as a great experience. There are people like us who just like, like the game and think it's good. There are many other people who think it's an absolute fucking masterpiece that really got something out of it and really cared about that fucking game. GTA five, a game that continues to fucking sell bonkers fucking numbers month over month. To the point where I actually learned this, by the way, fun fact recently, for NPD, according to a lot of NPD analysts, GTA five is the barometer to whether or not a game was a, a financial success or a, or a financial flop. Based on in the opening month of the game, did it outsell GTA five or not? Wow. It's the barometer for that shit for seven years. And the gravy train's not stopping. They gave the game away for fucking free on PC, and the ge- and it's still not stopping. Meanwhile, then we have Bioshock Infinite. Who cares? Yeah, no
1: one, no one gives a fuck about Bioshock Infinite anymore.
0: Nobody gives a shit anymore. People who even liked it when they played it were like, yeah. Now they think back, it's like, eh. Okay, it's all right. Well, I've mentioned that
1: Bioshock Infinite is my least favorite game of all time. Last of Us Two has not changed that. I thought Last of Us Two was dire, but the more I play it, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, you know, there's some stuff I like, There's some good stuff. Like I can't think of anything from from Bioshock Infinite I liked. Versus like, love that museum. Love, love that that that. Uh, love that mall.
0: Last of Us Two, there's a uh, there's there's a couple things. Go listen to our fucking review. Go listen to our fucking review if you want to hear the the, the the ten minutes worth of things we liked in that game. Audio is great, great audio design in Last of Us Part
1: Two. Yes, very around. true,
0: very true. Um, great. The Let's talk a little, little bit about liked, uh, right? what was that? You like the hotel from Last of Us Part Two?
1: Which one was the hotel? Remember
0: with Abby? We're
1: going no, down the hotel. I think I disliked that one. I think oh, I didn't okay. like that, because it had the- 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 Yeah, it the, yeah that's
0: right, it had the- the-, the, in the, the lurkers in the wall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, fun. I didn't
1: like them. Uh, let- us uh, let's, let's get- let's get back to talking about Celeste for a moment here. There's one other thing I want to talk about with Celeste. That I thought yeah. was- that I thought was great. But, uh, I- I like the fact that it returns to big secrets. Big secrets in- in this platform game. Like, you gotta fucking solve some puzzles for them hearts. Big Secrets. I just miss the era of games where I'm in a room staring at a puzzle and I'm like, what do I do? What eldritch fucking god do I gotta summon with button presses? What do I gotta do? I'm in a room and I'm like, what do I do? Where do I go and what do I do? I love that feeling because yeah. nothing better. Nothing better than than having than than staring at a wall for an hour and then f- solving it. And I actually had the same experience with Bloodstained. Did I talk about Ritual of the Night on this podcast?
0: Uh, we 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 only I think we only briefly touched on. It. I think we had the um, I think we were planning the bracket, which when that was happening, so that's why we didn't talk about it. Well, okay. So Ritual of the Night is more Symphony of the Night than
1: Symphony of the Night was in terms of confusion and in terms of like where do I go and what do I do. Uh, Symphony of the Night really really intuitive. Everything, that, everything you do, everything you go, you're going to figure out where the fuck to go at some point. And, it, and it's really intuitive and great. And if there's an area, like most areas like that are bonus areas or just don't give you anything like particularly useful, end in a dead end. And, and you'll be like, all right, I either come back here later or I gotta, I've done everything I can here. Uh, and now it's time to go back. And and it's fucking great. And you don't need almost anything to beat that game. Like, you literally, once you get the bat form, you can go and beat it and get the bad end. And it's great. But, like, there were two puzzles in this game where I was genuinely like, what do you want from me? What are you asking of me right now? And when I figured them out, I was like, Oh! Yo! Like, I was, like, hype. I was like,
0: that's great. It's such a, yeah, yeah no, like, the, the 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 feelings of like pure catharsis that like games bring is like so is so good and so beautiful because I remember a like a because I I had a similar moment the other a couple days ago because uh, I've been playing a great game called Fall Guys which everyone's been playing and everyone's been talking about yeah everyone's into that Miles I think you would like this game a lot because it invokes it it invoked the feeling of of when I played Splatoon with you like a couple months ago okay just like a pure a pure fun Fun, wholesome, good time. I got my first... I got my W in, like, less than 90 minutes. Uh, because I'm a fucking god gamer. And these hoes don't got shit on me in fucking Fall Guys. But, like, getting that win was like, oh my god. I accomplished something great. Like, I achieved something that few people I know have. And I'm better than... Like, I'm better than them. I did it, you know? I did it and that feeling of accomplishment so good because you can't bolt like the beauty of fall guys is even if you're partied up there's only one winner it's not like you can hop in a fucking Fortnite match or whatever with with my sweaty ass brother and his friends and and get a duck and like cheese a fucking w that way right you know or, or or it's not like Oh, I I beat, you know, Last of Us 2 on Grounded, but it's not that great, you know, it's it's not that meaningful because you could just play that game on fucking very easy with all these hysterical accessibility shit and make that game a fucking fake joke of a video game. And it's like, there's no, there's like prestige. There's an element of like prestige when you say, hey, our game's this fucking difficult. Fuck you. Figure it out. Fuck you. Yeah. And I like that about games. I feel like it's just slowly but surely I'm losing it to the sands of fucking time. Because people are babies. Like, I, I'm, I'm so over it. People bitching all the time about games being too hard.
1: Well, it's, it's funny because, like, you, you asked me recently, Miles, is there a downside to controller remapping? And I was yeah. like, No. I can't fucking conceive of a single downside to controller remapping because you don't have to do it. They're, the developers have thought through very carefully the best, most optimal control scheme for the average person, and if that ain't for you, then there's usually a control scheme A, B, and C, and if that ain't for you, you can go into your console settings, your PC settings or whatever, completely remap
0: your controller, and bam, now you can play with one hand if you want. Yeah, th- that was like, because I, I I'm trying to remember like, what specifically spawned
1: I think it was the fact that that you were you were asking like whenever people bring up these like accessibility debates, they never bring up controller remapping. They never bring
0: up interfacing. Yeah, that that's my thing is like, and I and and obviously this isn't every situation, but I feel like a lot of the time, like a conversation, I I like my point to you initially was like my I have a I have major fucking problems when the discourse surrounding accessibility in games, which is. A, a really important discussion that I think continuously needs to be had from b- not only like now but yesterday and tomorrow and over the years. It's imp- I think it's important and it's valuable to the medium to keep it prospering and, and successful. But at the same time, difficulty should never be a part of that con- should never be a part of that discussion and never be a part of that conversation, because we're losing the ball on what, what accessibility is, because accessibility is not everyone can fucking play it. It, 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 not everyone could beat it it's that hey like if you're if you know if you're deaf having good readable fucking text and readable fucking subtitles and hey if you're and hey if you're you know kind of color colorblind that there are options available to you to help you with that or there are you know there are RGB custom settings for like bordering and shit you know for like uh, UI bordering right yeah that shit's really important and same thing with controller, like with, with full with full button remapping. That's why I asked you that question. I'm like, Miles, is there like a reason why full button remapping would ever be like a problem? It's like we cannot have full button remapping because it would break our game or it would do this, this if or that. that shit was the
1: case? I, that's just down to bad programming, like literally.
0: Yeah, or like, and, and not not break it as in like the whole like the game crashes, but like like. You'd be able to do bust ass shit, right? I,
1: I cannot imagine a world in which complete button remapping would absolutely break or bust a game because most like unless you can because most things are like no you can't map one action to the same fucking button. You can't like it, You know, like you can't you yeah. can't map dash and jump to the same fucking button. See, so exactly. whenever you dash, you also jump. All like no, you can't do that. You gotta pick two separate buttons. There's, like, no game that's gonna do that, most likely, unless the game works that way, or you can, you yeah. can make it work that way. And it's like, there's just no downside I can think of. And I, I yeah, feel like yeah. if I was like, okay, let's say tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yeah. I come back home. I come back home from a day of, of, of you know, filming my, at my friend's apartment, doing the stream yeah. that I do with him. And I come home, and my apartment's on fire, and all of my men are getting shot. There's helicopters everywhere. I find out that my crippled best friend has sold me out for his own safety. And then the girl who I took back in my car had another secret bomb in her vagina the it, whole time. It, the whole time. And I wake up 9 years later and I'm missing an arm. All right? And I'm and I'm and, I'm, and I and I got a horn. Right? Let's just hypothetically say that. Maybe all gonna... the
0: shrapnel from your fucking Honda Civic. Yeah, the, <laughs> my, the sh- shrapnel in? from my Ford Focus. Um,
1: <laughs> all the shrapnel from my Ford Focus uh, fucking fucks me up. And 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 someone is like, "Yeah, you can't play games anymore. Now we have to make all games easier for you because you only have one hand." I would be like, "Bro, fuck you! I'm gonna learn how to play games again, despite you." And I would fucking yeah. do it. I could play Breath of the Wild with one hand. I'm sure I could do it. Maybe I couldn't play every game ever made, but, you know, like, that's fine. You know? I could could fucking live with only being able to play certain games for the rest of my life. It would kind of suck for a while. Like, you know, it would suck if, like, Death... I would probably not be able to play Death Stranding. That would fucking suck. Like, I'd probably not be able to play, you know, certain games. That would suck. But, you know, like, I could never play something with a mouse and keyboard. That would suck. But... There's lots of great games I like that only need fucking one hand. I mean, like I could play a fucking NES game, like you know, like this. Play Zelda One, you know, with my in, with my thumb on the on the D pad, my pinky and index yeah. finger on the the buttons. There you go. I here I'm gonna fucking grab my NES controller. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna fucking gonna prove prove beat, it. Yeah, I'm gonna beat Zelda One right now live on stream. No, I'm not gonna beat that. I did. I was famous though in my hometown very briefly in my hometown of Orlando. My fucking god! I was briefly famous uh, in the nerd circles of Orlando. I went to a Dwayne and Brando concert, <laughs> and they had a uh, they had they had an NES set up, and I sat down and I beat Zelda One in 80 minutes, 100, and they were like, "How'd you do that?" And I was like, "I don't know. I do this all the time." And so they took a picture of me, and they hung it on the wall at the local play and trade, <laughs> <laughs> and it's still up there, I think. And it was like me me in front of like the the game the game end screen. Uh, and and like someone shaking my hand, it's is like it's that picture up? of Michael Scott, where it's <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm like like I have this awkward smile, I'm like like smiling with like <laughs> wide eyes and all that, yeah, with
0: all the teeth and stuff, yeah.
1: I have a question I actually wanted to ask you. I I know I'm bouncing all over the place. The thing is, Sam didn't come here with anything he wanted to talk about, so I'm 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 just keeping this ship afloat today. I actually,
0: I, I I did
1: remember something, but I want to hear your question. Oh no, hit hit me with that first because I I want to I want to hear what you came up with.
0: Um, so so this is something that like. I just discovered it and, and please forgive me. This is not a full like this is not a fully like what I would classify as a crack house topic, but it's something that I I got cracked out about. OK, and, and it's and it's and it's two and a half men. Yes. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about this. So so I have the Wikipedia page pulled up because I'm going to have to, to to come back and cite it multiple times, probably throughout this like section of the show. Basically, for a little bit of background, I work at a uh, pizzeria and obviously there are lots of t- t- it's a it's like a sports bar there's lots of tvs on and one of the channels that's uh always on is um fucking whatever channel plays fucking c- cbs you know like whenever i would go into work multiple days two and a half men would be on and it would usually be the one tv in which the audio was coming out from so there's only so much you know there's only so much anime titty i can look at at work before there's too many people around so I'm like I, I'm like all right cool I'll watch some fucking two and happen and it's fine it's funny some of the, some of the jokes are are are, are fun it's just, you know it's it's fucking toilet guy humor which is like cool toilet guy humor I said yeah to- toilet humor and guy humor it's toilet guy Oh humor. I was like that was a like, toilet guy what show is this <laughs>
2: <laughs> bro, is this, half, is this
0: two and a half toilet guy? <laughs> D-
1: Danny diarrhea, Eric eyeball, and toilet guy. <laughs> toilet guy,
2: <laughs> bro. Choose,
0: choose, choose your character. Yeah. <laughs> um, wacky packs, new toilet guy edition. But there's a misprint, and it's and they fucked up the spelling of toilet, so it's like T-I-O-L-L-E-T- Toilet for like the first first for the first print before they realized they fucked up. And they changed it. The, yeah. Rare, 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 rare Tyler guy card. Hit us up if you got one. Um, but no, so basically I'm at work and I'm like, li- I'm like catching these epic, like just random episodes of two and a half Men, And I can see that there's like kind of an overarching narrative to the show. So I go on Wikipedia and I'm like, let me just read the plot synopsis of like two and a half men. Cause this is a show I've always known about was talked about a lot back in the you know, early to, like, late 2000s. And I was like, well, well, what what exactly happened with the show? Because I remember there were, like, Charlie Sheen was, like, a drug addict, and they, and they kicked up, and he left the show. They replaced him with, uh... Aston Kusher Kusher, gotcha. Now, why I thought this was, like, funny and interesting was, it was like, the story of a team that just should have quit, like, fucking years ago, and, like, we should have stopped this. Yeah. Because... As I was reading through the the plot of this show, along with the notes of what was happening in real in our real reality with the real actors and producers of this show, it p- blew my fucking mind. So basically, for those who haven't fucking watched Two and a Half Men, uh, which you've listened to Crack as you probably fucking haven't. Basically the bit is that it's a fucking uh it's some it's a you know upper like middle class chiropractor divorces his wife or they him and his wife get get a divorce uh he gets his son who's like you know like nine eight nine ten years old you know you know shit fat fucking kid he gets him on weekends so basically with really nowhere else to go he goes lives with his uh brother who who made a ton of money writing uh commercial jingles uh who is who is charlie sheen and they have misadventures about being guys because Charlie about Sheen plays kind of guys. like a playboy, and being toilet guys like, <laughs> and, and you know Char- Charlie Sheen is like a womanizer, kind of kind of character and won't settle down, hedonistic lifestyle kind of guy. Yeah, which I respect and I appreciate. And then you you have his fucking younger brother who's like kind of like a stuck stuck yeah, up uh, John Cryer played by John. Yeah, John Cryer. Yeah, you know, kind of a the stuck up. You know, um, you know, stick up his ass kind of guy. Yeah. Um, straight guy. And Then you have the the kid. Therefore, the the two and a half men, and everything's all fine and fucking dandy until season eight when Charlie Sheen leaves the fucking show. Yeah. Now at that point, the show's literally called Two and a Half Men. It's about the the dynamic between these three characters: a father, a son, and then the father's the, brother, the, the the titular half man. Yeah, the titular the titular half man. Right. Yeah. It's about the relationship between He's the, the urinal these three guy, characters, the urinal. <laughs> He's the urinal guy, and <laughs>
2: what? Two,
1: two, two toilet guys and a urinal guy. <laughs> two toilet guys and a urinal guy walk into a bar. <laughs> Walking to a bar, the bartender says, <laughs>
0: "Shit!" That bartender says, <laughs> "Bruh, these edibles hitting different." <laughs> It's like fucking. It's like a par. It, it almost sounds like a fucking parody of two in the a.m. p.m. Yeah. <laughs> the point is that the appeal of the show is is, is the relation is the dynamic and relationship between these three characters. Charlie Sheen's fucking gone. He's out in fucking rehab somewhere. End the fucking show. But no, they take a break and then um Chuck Lore, who appear- who you would I'm probably <laughs> be more familiar with this work because he's your- you're in TV. No, because you're in you you're in TV.
1: Why? Because I'm Jewish and all these Jewish people know each other. Is that
0: why? I never, I did not know he the, this man was Jewish. How could you think the last name Lori isn't Jewish, bro? Do you think I'm cultured at all? <laughs>
1: why are you a racist? Do you hate Jews? You oh, of course, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> the worst, the worst. That's why you want to shoot guns in the synagogue. Exactly, that exactly. I was just
0: bitching about shooting guns in the synagogue fucking fucking seven weeks ago. I do know Chuck Lori, yes. Not personally. I, I want to reiterate, that was a joke. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. Close to close family. Yeah, me family and Chuck. To, me, co- me, and, co- me and Charlie. Yeah, me, me and Char- me and, hey, yeah, me and Charlie comes to every Hanukkah. <laughs> comes to every Hanukkah party. No one grow. visits
1: during Hanukkah. No one? No, that's when you spend time with your family. Yom Kippur is when people will come.
0: Oh, okay. Or Rosh
1: Hashanah. Cool. You have a Seder. Passover Seders. Anyway, fucking <laughs>
0: we're so off the fucking ball right now, dude. Anyways... The point fucking being is that Charlie Sheen's gone. And honestly, the best character on the fucking show has been exiled to the fucking fourth dimension. They can't, he literally sent him off on to himself. Paris. Never been fucked, never to be fucking seen again. Then they're like, and then Chuck looks like, bro, I get, he hit a fucking, hit. he hit his fucking fat jewel or whatever people did in like the early uh, 20 days. And he's like, bro, I got it. So then they just manufacture some crazy plot about how like Charlie was killed off screen and that his house is for sale and it's like a bunch of famous people trying to buy the house and then it ends up Ashton Kutcher is going to be the guy to replace him and he comes in the show. Now Ashton Kutcher is like some b- billionaire who's like single and, and he hates that he's single. Um, but he's like a, a, you know, a billionaire uh, like tech guy. No relationship at all to the fucking father and the kid. The urinal. (laughs) The the urinal and the the other toilet guy. No relationship there, but fuck it. Like, it's called Two and a Half Men, so we need two and a half men. But, so like, he stays on the show and then he gets a bunch of fucking subplots, none of which are, are remotely interesting. Then... The fucking, like, kid, then the kid becomes an adult because they show to Ryan over the course of 13 seasons, over the course of, like, over a decade. He ends up going off to school in our reality, in real world. The actor went away to go to fucking college. He's written off the fucking show, and they replace him with, like, the the, the, the fake fucking Josuke Charlie had a daughter <laughs> the whole time, like, me Wait, so there's not a man anymore. Yeah, so now it's two men and a half woman. <laughs> two two men
1: and a half squat toilet. Yeah, and a fucking and <laughs> squat and a
0: fucking squat.
1: Yeah, two two toilets and a squat toilet. Two urinals and no, no, the urinals the the kid. Um, no, no, but the, but the squat toilet two, is like two,
0: two, like two the toilet. Japanese
1: like girl girls bathroom toilets. You know the ones. No, I've never been in a
0: Japanese female. Restaurant. But they
1: like show up in anime and stuff. Katamari. You can roll one up in
0: Katamari. I didn't get that far in Katamari.
1: I'm trying to think if there would be any reason why you would know what a squat toilet looks like. But they're in anime, but anyway.
0: The point. The point being is
1: that they're, is they're, that they're they like write flat, this bitch in. How do you not know about this? It's like a flat basin, right? And and like they have. To, it's like you're in the woods and you're squatting in the woods. Like it, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, you ever okay, been camping? Is... Like, it's like th- that. Imagine no. there's a toilet what the fuck? Do you, do you think I'd last 12
0: hours in the fucking
1: wilderness? I can't, I couldn't camp. But, like, I'm just, I don't know. I've seen them. I know what they look like. Uh, you know what? It's probably because I've been to Japan and you haven't. I was told about yeah. them, but still. But I'm like, uh,
0: now I'm now that I recognize <laughs> it, I'm like, yeah, I should, I've seen those before. Surely, they're an I anime. That. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm sure if I've seen a photo, I'd be like, yeah. And, and I could picture one in my head. But the fucking Yeah, so <laughs> she,
1: she's the squat toilet. She, or maybe she's a bidet. What if she's a bidet?
0: But 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 bidet's only for cleaning your ass. A bidet's not a, a toilet. You yeah, can, woman's you, also for cleaning your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and canceled. Thanks everyone for coming by. <laughs> we call that strap-on humor. <sighs> Don't forget to stay strapped, gentlemen. Anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyways, so so to, so two to-
0: toilet guys and a squat toilet girl. Yeah, which, by the way, the two toy guys not related anymore. They have no relationship to one another. The other guy just happened to buy the house so they could keep the fucking set. Because, again, everything is arbitrary. Because they still got to play by the rules of of the established canon. And But they're like, we just got to keep it going. We got to keep the train rolling. The bitch ends up leaving. The daughter ends up leaving the show after a fucking season. And it just becomes about John Cryer's character who I don't care about. Why do like stop? Just let it go. That was my thing. It's like, you know that that awesome, like, it was like this hysterical smash meme from like a couple of years ago that about them bitching about like CRTs or like some bullshit. And it's that close up of Link from the Wind Waker. And it just says, press A to let go. Yeah. that That's, that's how I felt about like reading through the show around like season nine. Let go. Drop it. It's over. The appeal is deceased. It's been gone. It's no longer here. Drop it. But it went for thirteen fucking seasons.
1: I was about to say, whenever we we veer into normie television, it's it's like it's more degenerate, isn't it? Normie television, like, really is like the graveyard of reason. Like you you watch an anime, and there's like a clarity. Like even the weirdest anime, like I'm watching Space Dandy, as I mentioned. Like even yeah. Space Dandy, there's like a clarity to that show. There there's a there's a clarity of vision to these things, and it's like Western TV. It's like, Oh, fucking, what do we do this week? Like. I mean, even even like the, a lot of these Netflix shows, they'll always have like some really weird like design decision that you just fucking know was, a, was a, a marketing choice or like a writer's room choice or like a focus test choice. There's always that one thing that stands out and you know it. And it's like like there it feels like Western TV a lot of the time, like really is like just this like lawless nonsense world where like we we have this canon. We got to stick to it. Nothing else matters. We, we, we just, as long as there are two men and a half being
0: and a halfling. But like, but it just, it, it like, but it, they try, but it, none of it works. Like, it, let alone watching it. I was reading the fucking Wikipedia article and even I was like, none of this is working for me. Like, none of this story is working for me at all in fucking the later seasons of Two and a Half Men. Just let it go. Get over it. It's done. You had your fun, Chuck Chuck Lori. Write another hit show. Like the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Yeah. Write the Big Bang Theory. Yeah.
1: Just just flush it
0: down the toilet. I <laughs> mean at least wants. Big Bang at least Big Bang Theory was at least consistent in terms of the shitty tone. Yeah. Like It's still garbage, but at least it was consistent in how it operated. I watch. I
1: I drive by occasionally. I drive by a billboard that says "We Got the Nerds," and it's a picture of of (laughs) of the Big Bang Theory for HBO Max. And and I just I love that poster. We got the nerds. The nerds. The nerds. And it's like, first of all, only only, some of them are nerds, but others are geeks. I guess they're all kind of both nerds and geeks. Kumar or whatever his name is. Uh, I think his name is probably Kumar. I don't. don't (laughs) (laughs) The Indian guy. Yeah, the Indian guy. Raj, guy. Raj, Raj, even
0: even more on the
1: nose, <laughs> even more on the fucking nose. There, there is that. I do uh, that is like there. There's like three Indian names that keep popping up. It's like Kumar, Raj, and Akash.
0: That's it. Yeah, there. No more. No Those more. Those
1: are your three Indian names. Uh, that I would say I would describe the three and a half men or the <laughs> the, the 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 three the three one half man and one half women show. As three three men and two halflings, it's so <laughs> to equal it's... to equal uh three men and uh one intersex person. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would call that a bra moment, and that made me wonder what is the ultimate bra moment in a movie. What do you think? In your opinion, is the ultimate bra moment, in, or in anything, anything you've seen or played, the ultimate in- bra moment? Anything, it can be whatever you want.
0: Probably the the cliffhanger stinger at the end of Thirteen Reasons Why season two would probably be mine. What was the cliffhanger stinger for that one? Uh, Tyler was gonna go shoot up the fucking school, and 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 and, uh, Clay stops it, and they go shoot him off, and throw him in a car, and get him out as the cops are coming to the fucking school to find this fucking school shooter and stop him. That would... I would say that's a bruh moment. Because they could have ended the show where they forcefully kept it going for two more seasons because money fucking talks. That is a big bra moment. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Mist. The end of The Mist
1: is the ultimate... Oh, the end of The
0: Mist is hysterical. That's the ultimate bruh moment. So for those who don't know, the ending of The Mist is, um... Main character Coon escapes the mall with his family and is being chased by The Mist, basically it looks like they're going to get fucked by the mist and shit's not fucking good. So the guy, he's got his whole family of fucking four in the car plus him. And he's got four bullets in his revolver goes boom, 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 boom. So they don't have to face the terror of the mist. He, he only, to step out of his car and realize it's the fucking army SWAT team and everything's okay. And he has fucking killed his fucking family for nothing. Bruh. Also, another another bra moment when Sorry to Bother You was about, like, horse people the whole time. Yeah. That was a pretty bra moment. I like that twist, though, because it's so fucking weird.
1: Sorry to Bother You is one big bra movie. That movie, that movie is nothing but bras, because it's like, well, wow, you really had something here, and then you fucked it up because you forgot what you actually
0: wanted to say. I, like, genuinely, like, that is a movie that is, like, trying to be so f- fucking woke. Like, it's trying to have commentary about every single... Topical issue the problem is is that it's it was like 2018 and every single thing issue was a topical issue So it's the most like bloated mess that ends up saying absolutely fucking nothing I was thinking it's like if you want to make an
1: anti-capitalist film like keep it in the fucking sales building Get rid of Tessa Thompson, you know, like it's like it's the easiest thing in the world He succeeds as a power caller somehow because the movie has to happen doesn't have his girlfriend. They go on strike. He continues to work there. Doesn't know what he's selling. Finds out he's selling weapons or some shit. And and horse people. Such a weird film. I do genuinely like like the first
0: third of that film. That's because a good I first
1: think it, half of the movie, first third of the movie, yeah.
0: Because I because the first third. Because I mean, again, I did I did fuck I did sales and I did I did political calling. and I did sales. That is like they nailed everything. They nailed everything about calling like the culture of of cold calling is like all it, like they nailed it um it just is sad that the rest of the movie is like shitty <laughs> like and not it is not that interesting the The rest of the movie is 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 not that
1: insightful either that's the problem it doesn't say anything it's like yeah. it doesn't I say mean, anything that isn't already obvious to you well it doesn't and, say yeah, and, anything that isn't already obvious to you you know what i mean it's like oh did you realize
0: like people who go viral become sellouts and dude i hate that shit that shit bu- bu- bugs me so much is like when there's, like, a message about some fucking obvious thing that if you went on the street, 95% of people, like, 95 out of 100 people you asked would, like, totally agree with you about it. It's like, racism is wrong. It's like, that's, a, that's, that's not interesting. I already know that. I did want to talk about something, something interesting
1: as well. But a show, a show that initially said nothing and now is very good. Some suddenly out of nowhere. We talked about it last week leoko
0: crow dude look at all the crow and on your fucking plate right now so much
1: crow right now well, well i defended
0: you, season two for the for the right well i hadn't seen week.
1: season two and I, th- I think i literally said i can't imagine it getting that good i can't imagine it saving season one nope no i was wrong nope season two is fucking sick season two is <laughs> awesome and it's and it's one of these things where i'm like watching it and i'm like Damn, this is good, because it's not just, it's not necessarily the plot, like, the plot is, like, whatever, oh, you know, conspiracy, uh, a ghost or some shit, I don't know, Aelita's something, is Aelita something, but, uh, fucking clown school uh, right here clown school on the podcast because like one of the smart things they'll do is they'll they'll make sure that there's an A B and C plot where every kid not all of them are in Lyoko and they'll, they'll find yeah. as many fucking ways to put Aelita in the most dangerous situation humanly possible while the other kids are gonna fucking die and like for example it'll be like Jeremy will be like odd something's going on in the ice sector but we need Aelita in the forest sector and Aelita's like I can go. It's too risky, <laughs> but but Ilita has to go anyways. And so you you have Ilita who has to like. I like the fact that Ilita can't do anything. So so yeah. she just has to like be
0: smart. And, and also too, like I I will say this. Like also too, like uh, in, in I think season four of this show, um, I know she gets powers. She she does get some powers, but they're like they're still on the more defensive end. I Which think she can shoot shit she can shoot like energy balls but they're still weak and she still needs the others and there are other um situations and stuff that arise where the other characters need to be there for it to happen like the the the, the digital sea skiffer
1: yeah that, that's the thing that's like great about it is like they introduce sector five and they're like okay whenever we go to sector five which is 5, sick which is fucking
0: got, sick we got three
1: minutes to find the key before we're forcibly evicted out of sector five and you got you gotta make it fast and then it's like, also, we're going to give you hovercrafts. And I thought that was so stupid. And I was like, you know what? No, because the dynamism of the show immediately Im- improves. They're not standing. Not every episode starts in front of the tower. And the only thing standing in front of them is blocks. Like, yeah, there's a lot of really diverse scenarios now where it's like you're hopping between bikes or like, you know, some shit like that happens. Like there's a ground battle and then there's there's a, a battle in the, in the sky and Alita's yeah. running and, and she's being followed by blocks um, And they get these new enemies called tarantulas,
0: and they're kind of sick. Yeah, th- they're cool, and I like it. Uh, and also, what the f- what's the fucking name of the brain? Because I love the brain. S- the skipazoa. Skipazoa. Awesome. Yes, thank you. Is like the sickest shit ever. It's the skipazoa. like they're, they're, <laughs> the
1: the best part about it is that every line reading by Jeremy is identical. <laughs> I and I have to go to co- go to, Lyoko to to try to uh, decode Franz Hopper's diary. You guys go ahead. <laughs> You guys go out to lunch without me. I've got a lot of work to do here at the factory. <laughs> he does I say it like that, dude. Dude, I, I've actually perfected my Jeremy. I perfected <laughs> my fucking Jeremy over watching that. My my <laughs> favorite thing is Ailida will say anything, and it'll be like, "It's too risky." <laughs> and and the other thing he'll say is whenever the Skipazoa shows up, as if he didn't expect it, he goes, "It's the Skipazoa."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, dude! I just. It's just such a... It's so fucking funny, dude. And, like, you know what the beautiful thing is about the Skipazella? I think it's just the one, and they just can't fucking kill it. They just can't kill this one. Which just makes it significantly interesting. Way more interesting. Yeah. Uh, th- there's some great
1: fucking episodes in season 2. Did you get to Marabunta? Marabunta? No,
0: I uh no, I I haven't uh watched it I think since we recorded the last week's show. You should get back to it. It's it. actually getting fucking I do. Good. I genuinely want to get back to it. I've just been busy with like other. I've heard season 3 is not
1: great, but like I'm fine. I can get through season <laughs> 3. Got through season 1. It
0: sucked. It was painful, but it was worth it. Because now I mean, well the beautiful thing is like with 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 like season 1 the brilliant thing is, it, it's it's not like where, like, people argue with, with, you know, the obligatory fucking JoJo reference of the episode. Like, it's like when people argue that, like, parts one and two are bad, which, like, fuck you. Or, like, part three sucks, which, like, also fuck you. But, like, you gotta do it because it's lore-relevant, so you just have to suffer. The brilliant thing with Cold The Oak is you really don't have to do that. Like, just watch, you can watch the prequel. Watch the the prequel, uh, hour special they put out. Then watch the episode where uh jeremy gets trapped in the digital world watch the 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 other the uh, ghost channel the episode the where, ghost channel yeah. episode and watch the episode the two parter where they uh free ailita that's all the good that's all the best shit from season 1 but you you are and going you to miss don't miss, out miss on, anything
1: you are going to miss out on the amount of time that jeremy says the exact same line with the exact same delivery
0: sorry i've got to work on ailita's materialization <laughs>
1: That's all that fucking kid does, dude. No, every all the kid does is simp day in and day out. It's great. Everybody They're, simps. Everyone simps. I, and I just want to say Ulrich's, a f- <laughs> 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 um, because he can't fucking like literally like Yumi is like Ulrich. My loins are on fire for you. I would like to take the entirety of your skinny French dick. And shove it as far down my throat as I possibly fucking can. Ulrich, I am, I am literally in heat for you. I will hump your leg like a bitch, Ulrich. And Ulrich's like, I don't know if Yumi likes me.
0: Why does he sound like fucking David Hayter? Because sudden,
1: I can't do a good Ulrich. I don't
0: know why Yumi likes
1: me. He's like, I don't really know if Yumi likes me much. <laughs> Is that better? no okay. But okay yeah and 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 yumi like the thing is like yumi will like william will pull yumi aside and instead of Ulrich being like he's been rejected 90 times he has told me to my face that yumi doesn't like him he's like i saw you hanging out with william and she's like yeah because william fucking because fo- we're w-
0: friends no
1: it's because william literally pulls my arm into other locations to make me speak to him <laughs> And and Ulrich is always like what what am I to you then? And and Yumi's like you're nothing to me. And I'm just like didn't you do this last week? Like their it's, relationship it's is so fucking tedious and painful and like comical. It is like Kaguya-sama level of like
0: how stupid can you be? It's Kaguya-sama with like out the fun of it like it, so it's just, it's just tedious and fucking painful. <laughs>
1: It's uh instead of love is war, it's like love love is the 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 love is the fucking strategy planning meeting that goes on for nine hours.
0: Yeah, and also nothing gets done.
1: Yeah, L- love 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 is the Vietnam War. There nothing
0: was accomplished.
1: Nothing Everybody was accomplished. Lost. Everyone comes home. Everyone lost. Um, <laughs> and everyone's
0: mad. At this everyone's point, I'm, mad just mad like, about it.
1: I'm just like I'm just like Ulrich. Get with sissy, dude. She'll treat you like yeah. a queen, or she'll treat you yeah. like a king, like. You can literally, you can literally spit in her mouth and make her pay for it, and she'll she love you. <laughs> s- Sissy is is the ultimate simp uh, in yeah. that show, I think. Well, besides Herb and Nicholas.
0: Yeah, I think th- I think that they- I think they're. I would put them higher on the on the. Her- s- Herb simp scale. is
1: is more of a of a fucking simp than Nicholas, though. Nicholas seems like he doesn't actually care that much.
0: Yeah, strange, strange fucking show. Strange fucking show. But watch season two, I guess.
1: Season two is good. Um, we can, I, it,
0: we can, we can give it a loose crack as a recommendation. I think. Yeah. If you don't
1: like it, I don't stop. care.
0: Stop. Yeah. You stop. don't gotta
1: watch it. The, literally one of the least important shows in human history. You don't have to keep watching. It. Can I just say I fucking hate when a show is like you have to watch it, like because it's a fucking touchstone. I'm like, no, it's not. In a fucking month, you're not gonna care about it. Do you remember Tiger King? We talk. We shit on Tiger King all the time. Yeah, we shit. Yeah, that was one no one of the, remembers our first Tiger King
0: bits. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's not a. It's because it's not relevant, because it's not that important. I remember Tiger King because everyone told me how fucking important
1: it was. And then everyone saw it and no one cared. I think people liked Tiger King because no one else had seen Tiger King. You can go, dude, you gotta watch Tiger King. It's crazy. Then you have one conversation about it and you feel good about it. And then it's over because people, like, they want to be able to talk about something. And then when it's over, it's fucking over. Like, only so much art is going to be like, bruh, I have thoroughly exhausted my enjoyment of this because. It's just not that good. Like only so much art doesn't have that diminishing return. And, yeah, and 90% most, of art
0: is going to be yeah, like Most that. shit is fine. Like most shit is just like okay or fine and acceptable. Like very few things will stand the test of time. That's why, again, as I said earlier, it's almost not even worth discussing whether or not it will because time will tell us regardless of whether or not of the discussions we have. That's the That's the thing. That's the kind of the beauty of it is that.
1: I do want to ask: yeah. uh, Do you remember the anime of 2016, the winner anime of
0: 2016? The win, the like, the, the, the one, one that won, like I
1: think the Crunchyroll poll. Do you remember which one it was? Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure aired in 2016. It's an important question, important, important okay. thing to note: JoJo's okay. Bizarre Adventure Part okay. Four di- di- aired yeah, in di- Oh,
0: Diamond is a Breakable definitely did not win. Yeah. It was uh, probably Rakugo, right? Rakugo erased. It was erased. Lone Bull. Bo- yeah, look how many, look how many memes I see about that. Look how many times I see that show get brought up
1: yeah everybody
0: said it was and
1: here's the deal: i watched the show i thought it was all right i thought it was fine didn't didn't i think mob psycho 100 also got snubbed for best animation to yuri on ice exactly right exactly like
0: it's so it's so it's so dumb people are are fucking stupid including us for the record oh no we're We're fucking fucking morons different
1: we're actual we're like Bro, I, I, I fucking, I ordered a uh, food I wasn't gonna sure, I was I wasn't sure I would like for a fucking pillow I own. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a fucking crack addict. I'm a clown. Yeah. And I'm, I'm never gonna pretend I'm anything more than, than a clown who likes to talk a lot and who has big opinions. Because at the end of the day, that's like all I am. I could do anything. I could put a lot of effort into something. I could make something people really
0: like. I'm always gonna be a clown. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's my thing. It's like, I just feel like sometimes, like, I look at people and it's like, c- can you t- stop being so serious, like, all the time?
2: Way c- heavy bones, bloody eyes, sweaty clothes, new routine that I've learned
1: to understand and know...
2: Don't be so serious. Oh that one, yeah. Don't be so serious. Yeah, listen to Low Roar.
0: Don't don't do that. I hope hey, the so fuck that's
2: serious.
0: Yeah, it is. It's from Death Stranding. Dude, Night. that song so that song played like so basically what happened was what in Death Stranding, that plays when you're going to the port city, it'll pop on.
1: No, that's uh that's patience. The one you're thinking of is the uh Don't Be So Serious plays at the opening of the game.
0: Uh, yeah well guard this fucking patience played and basically what happened was i was riding my fucking bike which i love to death and i took a jump too high uh that thing fucking exploded and it broke and i was like no my bike that's no that the one that plays is uh
1: by silent poets i don't remember the name of that the one i patience plays when you get off of the boat to port Knot city and get and enter lake Knot city oh okay that's a uh,
2: sick of losing. I need to go back to that. I need to go back to the game. I
1: haven't played it in like weeks. Yeah, it's because MGS Five is just more fun. And once once you get on the train, you can't get off.
0: Yeah, it's very very true. Twenty six percent, by the way, that's the update. I'm at twenty six percent.
1: It's gonna take so long. You gotta you gotta finish Death Stranding first. I think I because because that game actually like that game is is a constant ramp up. Like it just, you just gotta keep, only- you just gotta
0: five star all the all the all the, all the places right no for, i mean for like 100 percent?
1: uh yeah well i mean there's other things too like for the platinum trophy but you don't have to worry about any of that like that's not a hundred percent worthy game because it actually doesn't count your percentage oh okay so you like don't have to worry about it really
0: yeah just like w- like it's like i mean i personally would like to see all the all the locations at five you, stars you should, so like, i'm gonna make that happen
1: the thing that i recommend is you should get everyone connected to the chiral network at least um, oh, okay, you can get five stars on every mission, but it usually tends to take a while towards the very end of a, of a person's mission affinity. Yeah, so you may as well just like get everyone connected to the Chiral network. And the cool part is there are some hidden people. There are some people you oh. don't have to have to meet. So like you, you actually have to explore the map a little bit to like find certain like uh, shelters that aren't marked. Um, did you get the harmonica, for example?
0: Oh, no, I, I, I got to Portnight City and stopped.
1: Yeah, the harmonica is in chapter two. Oh, okay. So you missed it, but um,
0: I'll get it when I get it.
1: Yeah. So, but it's it's great. It's a fucking sick game. Um, and uh, and don't be. So I recommend serious. it for sure. Yeah. Don't yeah, be that, so that, Yeah, that's
0: my point. Is like, is like, I, I just see people all the time again complaining, just complaining, complaining about fucking oh fucking wet ass pussy is is dirty or like oh this guy this guy said something I didn't like or I don't agree with and all this shit and i don't really even give a fuck it's like you can you can like
1: criticize a person's statement without complaining you know like what what you want and this this is what's helpful to people you need like a writer right you need someone who's going to have on a good website a good fucking title and uh, here's what i need here's what i need i need articles that say you know why everyone is mad about this right that yeah. just basically explains you know in an intellectual way the reason everyone's mad about wet ass pussy is cause it's dirty. Is that really a problem? Here's my opinion. Yes, no, whatever. Or maybe they don't give an opinion. They just they say this they is play it out. Yeah. They just say this is the problem, like the news used to do. You know? Yeah. Like like you would have a newscaster who would be like, Some people are for the change, other people are against it. Here are some interviews with people whose names are irrelevant and who no one's gonna care about. And, and yeah. the moment that this broadcast, then they're going to go back to living mundane lives where they work at the Walmart or the Petco. Uh, and, uh, you know, and it's, and it's one of these things where it's like, you don't fucking, I don't need like a, t- a Twitter like thread. Cause I don't know how credible that fucking guy is. And, exactly. But it's like, right. But like, meanwhile, if something is an article on a website, you know, it had to have at least gotten approval by an editor. Like
0: there, there's more. Ideally. Of tr- yeah. Ideally.
1: Yeah. Uh, There's more of a chance that whoever wrote that probably had to think it through, had to have notes done, had to have it checked, you know, fact-checked, they wanted to make sure that they were credible. Like, I can't guarantee the validity of of an article on a site, but I can certainly fucking bet dollars to donuts they got more credentials and more thought put into it than they
0: would have on fucking Twitter. That's my fucking... That's the piece I'll leave you all with this week, It's just... If you you feel yourself getting all riled up... and you Make a
1: podcast like this.
0: Make a a podcast. But, like, I don't want to hear your bullshit. I don't want to hear you fucking complain. If you want me to hear you complain, make a video or a podcast or or literally anything outside of a fucking tweet uh, that, for whatever reason, ended up on my fucking game newsfeed. How does all this shit end up on my gaming newsfeed? Because Twitter does not want you to escape. I need it for my gaming news. How else am I going to get my gaming news without my gaming Twitter? But I still got to see, you know, everyone's fucking hot takes about whatever the fucking issue of the fucking day is before it changes a few days later. And I've just, I've, I've, you know, I've seen the clock run this so many times that I'm so, I just, I, I cannot bring myself to give a solitary fuck anymore. I can't, I just can't do it. I cannot fucking do it.
2: Don't be so serious. Don't be so serious. If you want to be a true crackhead, yeah.
0: If you want to be a true be crackhead, a crackhead. Head on down to the number one place where you can get in contact with us at Mikus Crackhouse. Miles, is there anything you want to like shout out? Is there any, any, anything you anything you you want to you want to give 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 us some love to?
1: Actually, yes. I started co-hosting a series with my good buddy Dan, based mm-hmm. out of uh, the great city, California. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great
0: England city. is my city.
1: England is my city. Great city, England. Um, and uh, it's called uh, just the Coffee Breath Show. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash Coffee Breath. And we, uh, we, we get on there every week. It's a variety show, so every week we do something new and silly. Last week, we reenacted the entirety of the Roblox Titanic film. And next week, we got a, a banger episode. It's going to be fucking killer. Uh, so make sure to follow Coffee Breath Games on Twitch. You can see my gorgeous face, uh, and, including new beautiful haircut. Uh, exactly. And, uh, fresh, and, cut. Yeah, really fresh, fresh cut. Yeah, fresh cut. Uh and uh and yeah, that's that's uh that's that's what I got. Twitch.tv slash coffee breath for some some fun wacky content. Uh and that's it for me. That's all I want to shout out.
0: Sam, what about you? Uh nothing. Uh I'm gonna have am I'm gonna have uh some news that I'm a part of for next week's show that I'll shout out at the end. Um but for now, I'm just gonna go shout out um Gonna go shout out MC Virgins. They got I wanna give an update to everyone. Anime Thighs back on Spotify. Woo! Found that out a couple days after we dropped uh, the original show, and for, have been forgetting to bring it up. So Anime Thighs is back. The album Forever Virgins still not back up on Spotify, but it is back up on YouTube. So go give them some love. I love all their songs. Listen to the single "Cats on Mars." Great fucking track.
1: Speaking love of a them. great track by
0: them, let's let them play us out, shall we? Exactly. Um, until uh next week. Smoke a fuck your sister, good night.
2: <laughs> Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titty, she's only five. Hey, hey. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titty, she's only fine. Hey, bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana and I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama. Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama. I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna, ayy. Hey, sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo. All these bitches want me like my name was fucking JoJo. Asian penis is too tiny, like it was a no-show. Bitch, don't watch a coochie, watch anime with. Even with my motherfucking bitch, I
0: might pull up give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss. And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryu you on a list. Yeah, your sister is my groupie. She take this in and make dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy. You can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch. I'm Totorokey. And if you got some shit
2: to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Asuna Mikasa, please can you just give me head, please just get on your knees, bitch I'll beat up that ass like my name is Bruce Lee And I'll eat up that pussy like I'm Kaneki, ayy Asian people driving, are they even trying? I be buying all this hentai, so I jerk it, I'm not lying, now I'm sighing Cause I want Hatsune Miku, now I'm crying When I fuck anime bitches, I'll be moaning and be whining, ayy Thick thighs look sexy, even when especially she decides to wear her dress Ooh, nozzles on my neck, now we laying on the bed Man, I love my body pillow, especially giving head you know what's next anime thighs when she opened up so wide i got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight i just really want a pipe oh my gosh she got them big ass titties she's only five